Hi, this is John Thornett. You're listening to the Speaking Pharmacy Podcast, brought to you by myself, John Thornett, Director of Peak Strategies, Chartered Accountants. Uh, Now, this podcast is all about uh, financial management, anything business management to do with pharmacy. This is aimed at your pharmacy owners and uh, those uh, the young bucks who are looking to buy their first pharmacy. This is for you. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, how you doing? Uh, we're back again, season two, episode two, ready for another one. What's been happening in your world? I hope uh, everything's going swimmingly well. Um, at the at the peak world, what's been happening? Uh, well, I think it was last week. Yeah, last week, uh, Vic and I had a uh, couple of very long sessions, two, uh, two four-hour sessions of which we, uh, we did our operational plan, which is effectively us looking at where peak is going to be in 10 years time so we planned out the next quarter we planned out the next year we planned out the next three years we even planned out the next 10 years okay hence why it was you know eight hours worth of effort so we're a little bit fragile the next day after that we're a little bit exhausted but it is quite a look it is a fun thing to do and not only that is it we have this great opportunity to position ourselves and really think what is it that we want to do? What do we want to get better at? How do we want to do more within community pharmacy? What is it that exactly we want to achieve within community pharmacy? That's where our mind went. Okay, it's a fun thing to do. I actually thoroughly recommend everyone goes through this. It is a is a great thing. That leads me to today's topic. Okay, and this is a little bit of a, a, a story here. Um, and it's a story that all of you are going to be able to relate to anyone who's listening to this, which is a pharmacy owner, uh, or you're thinking about becoming an owner and buying your first pharmacy. This is a story you're going to be able to relate to. So when I started Peak 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago, roughly, um, I had come from a world of being a partner in a partnership, okay, which was fun. I learned a hell of a lot. Uh, and extremely grateful for that time because a lot of that where I am now is largely as a result of that time but I always had this box I needed to tick off in my world okay and that was I can run a successful business thing about in partnerships though is that you can hide meaning that if things go really well the partnership celebrates. Was that because of what I did? Is it because of what my partner did? Or is it because of what we did together? Combinations of all of that. Similarly, if we didn't do something well, if we stuffed something up, was that my mistake? Was it the partner's mistake? Was it our mistake collectively? All of which, again, is true. But for me to tick off this box, I felt as though I needed to be in a position where I cannot hide. Meaning that if I was successful, it's because of myself and my leadership. If something went wrong, again, it's my fault because it was the fault of me or the, and, the, and, and or the fault of my leadership. So it means I had to put myself in this world of I cannot hide. That is one of the reasons why Pete came together. So there's a there's a, a journey here 
that I had to go on from when I started to where I am now. Okay, now during those years, I'm a huge fan and always have been a huge fan of having a mentor and a guide with me who can push me to an uncomfortable place. Okay, uh, quite often I've had personal trainers who will push me physically in an area that I don't particularly want to be in, all right? Um, and, you know, and, and physically achieve some great things. Even on my, my um, leadership, particularly in the early days when I didn't have the faintest idea what I was doing, uh, the leaders were great because the leaders I chose were the best in their field, but they were they were also the best in my field as well. But I knew for me to be the best, I had to have the best mentors along with me. So, I mean, I, I needed to learn how to run a good business. And, and that came down to how, how, how good I was as, as, a, as a leader. So, throughout my time, always had uh, mentors on and off. But there was a big learning phase there for me as well. But the impact they had on me was was quite profound. I know there was one, particularly when I was a bit lost and directionless early on, um, you know, there was this uh, concept that I didn't want to be this all-round sports star accountant. Like I, I wanted to be good at something. And then you get that blinding flash of the obvious, why don't you just do pharmacy? You're really good at that. Um, you know, so there was a lot of, lot of impacts on me along the way. But this same journey, you know, this very much relates to anyone who's in a, a business mode, is that the best thing you can do for yourself and the best thing you can do for your business is actually start working on you. Now, number one point here, you have to be comfortable and be willing to put yourself in a very uncomfortable spot. Okay, there are lots of times throughout um, journey and it happens on a regular basis where you're feeling insecure about something, where you're not feeling confident about what you're doing. Uh, when you know what you're doing is right, but you don't feel confident in your own abilities. Lesson number one, what you think versus reality is a very different thing. Okay, your brain is uncomfortable and it's telling you, please stop this because I'm not liking this. But you've got to push yourself beyond that. Okay, any change within yourself and any change that you want that you need to lead your team through is always going to be uncomfortable. But the difference between those who are successful and those who aren't is the ones who aren't stop. And they, when they get to that uncomfortable zone, they stop, they finish. I don't want to do this, this is a little bit uncomfortable now. I'll just go back and doing what I've always done. Well, it's not going to get you anywhere. Okay, you've actually got to be in this spot where, no, I'm going to push myself through this because I know I'm on the right path and I may bugger something up, but I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to get better at a result. I stuff things up all the time. That's why I've got Sarah here in front of me, um, hopefully to keep me on the straight and narrow. But you're going to go through this process of, of, of leadership and process of change. If you want to run a good business, if you want to run a good pharmacy, the success 
ultimately comes down to you. Okay, For you to have a good pharmacy, you need to have a good team. For you to have a good team, you need to lead them. Okay, It is up to you. And your staff may be uncomfortable with the path you're going down, but it's up to you to support them. You may be feeling uncomfortable with where you're going, but you've got to be, you've got to push yourself through that as well. Okay, this is, this is leadership, okay? And it comes down to you guys, okay? My leadership journey uh, doesn't end, it keeps going. I'm forever gonna put myself in an uncomfortable spot. I'm going through an uncomfortable phase now, but that's okay. Because I know I've got some brilliant people around me who are supporting me all the way. And um, you know, for that, you're eternally grateful. So, um, so part one of this story, leadership, you've got to work on yourself first. Okay, and if you're, if you're doubtful on your abilities, that's why you get a mentor who can work with you individually on how, how you can go on this journey of being a good business owner. It starts with you, okay? And don't think you're too arrogant that you know it all, okay? Also, don't be too defeatist and say, oh, this is never gonna work, I'm just crap at this. Uh, no, you can do anything you want to, but be humble enough to know you don't know everything, okay? There's a fine balance there. But number one, if you want to be good at running a pharmacy, starts with you, be a good leader, learn how to be a good leader, learn how to, to lead a team, okay? That's part one. We'll be back in a second to talk about uh, some other really important aspects you need to know. Talk soon. So I've been working with pharmacies for 25 years, okay? And on that time, I've met many pharmacy owners. Um, we've helped them out in so many different aspects. In fact, amongst our team, we have nearly 60 years worth of combined experience in pharmacy, okay? Now, Peak Strategies is all about helping community pharmacy to grow. That is our vision, that's our purpose, that's what we're here. So we've been thinking, how can we do this better? How can we make pharma, community pharmacy grow? Okay, how can they be that vital link that's gonna help community health, okay? So we put together a unique program that combines 60 years worth of combined experience into the one program, okay? And this is where, instead of working one-on-one -on -one with clients, we're gonna work with them in groups and the power of a group and that power of you guys being able to feed off the experience of not only from us, but from pharmacies around Australia, okay? You're gonna have the combined talents of seven other pharmacies in your group. That's gonna be led by me with the experience of Sarah and her, her marketing skill, together with the experience of a pharmacist we're gonna have as part of our team and a former pharmacy owner. And together with us, we've got this, this, this new uh, growth program called the Pharmacy Mastermind Program. And that's exclusive for pharmacy owners. It's not for everyone. Okay, you've got to have more than 1.5 million turnover. You've got to be an owner who's driven. You've got to be an owner who can accept and appreciate accountability. You've got to be an owner who can implement and you've got to be an owner who takes no excuses. Okay, this is a unique offering 
This is a unique program, in fact, very unique for pharmacy across Australia. The Pharmacy Mastermind pro Program, where we get to help you grow, sustainably grow, to drive your growth, drive your profitability, but most importantly, we want to improve your lifestyle as well and make your businesses better. Interested? Give me a call and we'll talk further. Hey, back again. Uh, so we talked before about leadership and a leadership journey you need to go on, about learning how to be a good leader, about challenging yourself and pushing yourself, pushing your boundaries and being in an uncomfortable spot that enables you to grow and take a next step. As a, as a very good mentor of mine said, you've got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay, it is a very challenging spot, but there's another cog to this that I need to talk to you about. Okay, now we've all made this mistake. Every single human being in existence have made this mistake. We've been to seminars, we've been to APP several times, we've read books. By the way, I can't stand business books. I've never made it through one. Anyway, that's just me. Um, yeah, we've done all this. What do we do? We go back to a go back to a desk on Monday morning. What do we do? Exactly the same things we've done every other time. Okay, there's this disease called failure to implement. Okay, we'll put this under the banner of accountability. Okay, the best tool you can have in your armory, and for you to maintain the discipline of change the discipline of leading a team, for you to do that, for you to be successful, you've got to have accountability. Okay, very simply, do what you say you're going to do. Okay, and that comes down to internal discipline. Okay, for you to make change, or for your team to make change, you need discipline, you need accountability. Okay, your team need to be accountable to you. Okay, and if you're going to um, say, right, here's an action list, this is what we need to do, um, this is when it needs to be done by, this is who's going to do it, then it comes down to you as the owner and leader to follow up. What have you done? What have you ticked off? What are you being successful at? What are you stuck on? Okay, what are you stuck on? Right, now let's help you. How can we get, how can we get you unstuck? Okay, that comes down to you as a leader of following up. It also comes to your team to come to you and being accountable for the actions, for their actions. Okay, but do what you say you're going to do. One of the biggest things about my current mentors is the accountability is massive. There's this term of front up and fess up. Okay, front up being, here's what we've got on, these are the things I said we're going to do, these are the things I'm winning on, these are the things I'm stuck on. Okay, but when you're stuck, or something's not working, that's not necessarily failure. That just means you need to go through a learning point. There's a learning phase. Okay, but believe me, at the very beginning, this is actually quite difficult. Okay, so any process of change, you're not only doing what you're currently doing, 
But then you've got to put more work on top of that to make the change, to plan, and to do these extra tasks that you need to do in order to move on to the next phase of, of, uh, of your business life. It's quite challenging. It means there's a hell of a lot of work that needs to be done. You know, I've done more than enough nights and weekends. Um, that's just what you have to do. Okay, And yes, it's uncomfortable. It takes a lot of work. But when it works, it is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. You know, you, for, for those who are um, alive at the time, remember the A-Team? They had this saying, I love it when a plan comes together. Okay, It was a great TV program, by the way. Um, love it when a plan comes together. And when you work hard on something and it comes together and your team's be successful at something, yeah, that's when you go and celebrate. Okay, but accountability, okay, it's tough, but there is discipline there. You need to be disciplined and do the things you say you're going to do. You need to also be disciplined enough and show the leadership so that others will follow in your footsteps and follow your actions. Leadership is not necessarily barking orders. Leadership is also you setting the example by your actions. Okay, but this is true leadership. You setting the example via your actions, you setting the tone for others, and you're demanding their accountability as well. Okay, you demand and expect things to get done, no different than they're expecting you to get things done as well. This is the team, this is why you come together. Okay, so together, your leadership and accountability, that's a very powerful force. If you set down goals between yourself and your team and you're disciplined enough to carry them through, making mistakes, learning, but never giving up on them, that is leadership. That is what's going to make you change. That is what's going to make you grow. Okay? The worst thing you can do is blame everyone else when something doesn't go right. Okay. It's the government's fault, it's the landlord's fault, it's the economy's fault, it's everyone else's fault. Um, you know, I've got a crap team and, and uh, it's their fault. Nah, it comes down to you. Okay. Everyone's operating on the same conditions. Yeah. They actually, this, just on this point, here's a classic example. I was doing this blog for, um, uh, that's going to go out, well, it's probably going out the week you're listening to this, but it's going out soon. Anyway, the day we're recording this, I was writing the blog before, the day before. Anyway, the, what, I was, what I was writing about is about team performance and how you measure team performance. So in our business, uh, there's a whole number of ways in which we assess how we're going as a business and how, um, how individually how we're all performing. Within a pharmacy world, um, there's this KPI that I look at of gross profit per full-time equivalent employee. Okay, so based on the number of people you've got working there, how many gross profit dollars do they produce? Okay, it's a very, very good KPI to see how effective are they. Because you're employing people so that the business is run so that your customers and your patients are looked after. That's why they're there. Okay, that's why they're there. So how do you measure their effectiveness? Well, What's the GP per full-time equivalent? Okay, so let me give you an example. I went back to a couple of pharmacies that I know, and I went and had a look. 
Okay, so there's pharmacy number one. Both of these are in yeah, small mid-sized shopping centers, supermarket, yeah, whatever. And they're within suburbs of each other. Okay. First pharmacy, gross profit per full-time equivalent of about 125 grand per year per person. Okay. Second pharmacy, $195,000 gross profit per person per year. That's a hell of a difference. Okay. Both both have dispensing robots, so you can rule that one out. Yeah. Both in very similar locations, so you can rule that one out. Both are, have some brand attached to them, so again, you can rule that one out. Well, what's the difference? The difference is pharmacy number two, the 195,000, I know for a fact their training, their culture, they spend a hell of a lot of time on making sure that systems, procedures are followed and that they work very hard on their team, on their culture and how they deliver. Okay, it is an obsession. Pharmacy number one, they keep doing the same things that they've always done. No change, not much training, okay. Turnover is probably a little bit high, okay. People come and go, they just keep doing the same things they've always done with not much change, okay. So I think, okay, the team's different, but really, what does it come down to? What's the guts of it all? That's why I was talking about accountability and leadership. It comes down to the owners. Because it's up to pharmacy number two, that owner there is showing leadership. This is what we're about. This is our culture. This is what we demand. Here's the values that we want to live by in this pharmacy. This is how we operate. And this is how we expect you to operate if you're going to work here. This is what we're about. And train them, train them, train them. Systems, procedures. None of that happens without the owner showing the leadership and enforcing accountability not on himself but on the team as well. And hence why they're successful at what they do. Okay, Very good example there of leadership, accountability and the difference that it makes. And it comes down to you guys. Okay, I've written a couple of blogs on this. There's a, there's a blog I wrote about leadership and accountability. There's a separate blog that's about to come out on team performance. Both is the same thing. It comes down to your ownership and leadership. And along with that, have some good mentors along the way. Okay, have some good mentors. That's where Peak Strategies comes in. Okay, you want the leadership and you want someone to help mentor you and guide you, you and your team. That's where, that's where we come in. That's where we can help you. Okay, if you're interested, want to know more, hop onto our website or contact me at the office, LinkedIn, whatever. And let's have a chat and let's see if uh, let's see if you're suitable for our, our master pharmacy mastermind program. Okay, and it's a program that we run that's specifically on mentoring owners and transforming their businesses to make sure that their business is successful. It's a program that we run that we're actually quite proud of. Okay, but it takes you on this journey, leadership, accountability, making sure things get done. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Great talking with you all. Okay, we'll be back soon. Catch ya. Bye.